Hello. We talk about Qatar 2022 World Cup, where you see class, beauty, love, emotions, and more is experienced right there in Qatar, which happens to be the most important city of football at the moment. I am your host, Isu the Black, and with me are two wonderful ho- uh, guests. Um, you've been there before. All of them are quite, let's say, it's a full house because we have Inkofab Ikena uh, in the house and also Selong Daniel. Welcome to Black Sport. So, Pinkofa, uh, please, um, how do you see the whole thing going on in um, the performance of the African nations overall right now, before we go into details? How you see their performance in their second outing in the group stage matches, please? Hello, guys. Good evening once again. It's a good time to be here. This is Inkofa. This is Inkofa on the mic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good to be here. So we talk about the overall performance of African nations. Um, so far, it's nothing, nothing too far from the from the normal. Get, not seen anything spectacular. But we are just hopeful because at least um, we're expecting that at least one African country is going to get to the round of sixteen, as the way things are. But of course, the nothing stops them from making it too. But overall it's been the usual world cup we are we put up put up some average performances and some you know some morale lifting performances as well we, have, we always have a mixture of both in every tournament so um overall um uh, let's see <laughs> let's see okay. I, I, have, I have a little hope here all right so, uh daniel now over to you uh you can see that do you think that the morales that uh, that the coaches or the influence the coaches have in the game. Do you see the influence of the coaches in this game? I'm talking about the African uh, uh, nations. Are you seeing any influence of the coach influence in the game, throughout the game? Do you see all those uh, uh, substitution that makes a difference? Are you seeing all those uh, uh, um, tactical uh, 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 formations that actually get the job done? Are you seeing those kind of things in this, uh, this tournament from the coaches? Well, first things first, I would like to say that um, I am still disappointed that my dear country Nigeria is not in the in the World Cup. <laughs> uh, but that being said, <laughs> that honestly, but that being said, um, I would say that um, contrary to popular opinion, I've been a little bit impressed by the African teams. I think they've done they have done um, um, fair enough. Um, the coaches, I, I guess that's where I would fault a lot of our African teams because a lot of the a lot of the teams are are flooded with a lot of talented players. You look at the likes of Ghana, Cameroon, Morocco, there are a lot of top players in, in in those in those teams. But I've not been able to see a lot of the influence from the coach. Let's take for example Saudi Arabia and the coach of Saudi Arabia. You could clearly see the influence of the coach on the squad, even when the squad are not filled with the talent. No disrespect to them, but they are not uh, uh, at the level of some of these uh, of our African teams. But the likes of Ghana, Cameroon, flooded with a lot of talented players, but you don't see them performing as well as they should. So I would say that the coaches' influence have not been really good enough. But in general, they've not been so they've not done poorly. And uh, I, in going into the last round of games, I I wish all of them the best, and I and I hope they can all qualify from their groups. Okay, it's been an interesting tournament having Belgium losing to Morocco to 2 0 to Neil. This is the shocker of the tournament, I must tell you. And also going down the 
the fixtures we see uh, South Korea losing to Ghana to two goals to three with an interesting talking point. And lastly, the one is Cameroon and Sabia having a stalemate on a 3 3 draw. So I'm going to one of the yesterday's match, Ecofab, um, Belgium, Morocco. Do you see this shocker coming, please? Do you see this shocker? Well, first of all, um, I already I already know that um, Belgium have been be- performing below, far below expectation, and that is that is purely the fault of Roberto Martinez because he so Gava he has failed to improve the team ever since he took over the team long long time ago. Um, he took a team with a very wide array of stars. They are very highly productive age and. He failed to actually get the best out of them. He won nothing, no, no trophies at all. He just keep, he only, he only, well, all he did was just to get them up the FIFA ranking. And yes. FIFA ranking is not a trophy. So he did that. And um, I'm sure that by the end of this World Cup, the Belgian, the Belgian Federation, the Belgian FA Federation will have to, have to let him go. He's, he's not doing his job. So that aside, I'm, I think this also touches about the, the issue of coaches because I think the Moroccan Moroccan coach has been has done an excellent job. If you ask me, he has done an excellent job. He has even the game he the last game he drew he was fantastic. This team was fantastic. You are the the Moroccan team has has an identity. They want to play. They want to compete and they want to actually show themselves. Uh, they want to play on the front foot, but. Um, it was not possible for them in the last game, but yes. against Belgium, against Belgium, they were able to show that you can't compare the array of stars in Belgium with that of Algeria. Um, they, uh, Belgium has everything, everything. They have the best keeper in the world uh, in Tibo They have Kevin De Bruyne, who do create chances for a living, and we have Hazard. They have just a lot of players, and even Lukaku came into the game at some point and could not make an impact. So um, the, the the Moroccan coach has done a fantastic job. And I would like to say, I didn't see, I, well, I I, was, I didn't see, I didn't expect the scoreline, but I was expecting an upset. But um, the, the way Morocco was able to dominate, dominate the Belgian guys, that yes. was highly, highly impressive. I was quite impressed. If I could just drop something um, on just coaching masterclass, and that has to go to good, Ghanaian coach and Rigobertsong uh, on that on that um, Korean game because yes. uh, he was in the Korean game because he was in three one and Is he brought Korean in the We're coming to that part. We're coming to that part. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> um, okay. Go. So, talking about um, Walid boys. Okay. Um, yeah. Coach Walid has done a whole wonderful uh, uh, performance in this tournament, having put Cameroon down on the second on the table. So right, the table starts now with Croatia topping the group with four points. Okay, with uh, and also the aggregate of what um, goal difference of three, and Morocco also on the second with also the uh, with aggregate of with seven points, but aggregate of what two. So you can see that they are topping. Croatia is on top of the table with goal difference, while Belgium is also there with just three points, and Canada is yet to win their game. Now with this lineup, you're saying that. The next match of uh, Morocco now has to be with uh, Morocco playing with Canada. Am I correct? That is it. Yes. 
Now, with this madness about to come, do you see Morocco qualifying from this uh, uh, this group, this group F? Um, Daniel, please. <laughs> At this point in time, it's 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 in their hands. It, it, it's expect they're expected to to qualify at the moment, but we can't um, rule out the Canadian guys as well. Even though their face is, even though their face is almost sealed, um, already sealed, they will not want to go down without a fight. I, I watched the Canadian boys play against Belgium, and I was I was highly impressed. Uh, uh, I believe that the only reason why Belgium won that game was just a bit of quality and the, the canadian guys are well talented and i believe they can cause an upset but it's all in the hands of morocco the honest is on them they they have it all to gain and i believe that they have enough to qualify all right we'll give it up to the Walid boys for a wonderful performance in the tournament have not uh, the, the team has not lost any match they had a point and a three points with four points uh leading uh, second in the table Okay, now move on to what we have for today uh, and the interesting uh, uh, scoreline we have between South Korea and Ghana. So, um, the, a, a little bit of drama happened here in which we had um, the Ghanaians leading the, the scoreline, which everybody thought that, wow, this is a good start uh, for them to begin and only to lose it also and have south korea uh, only to lose it and how south korea climb up before um before everything changes uh we're talking about this goal line let me ask you in kofab ghana uh reaction to the ball do you think that with the with the mentality they have they can actually um stand to to go fight the tournament please i'm not talking about the match yet we're talking about their mentality please well um the mentality First of all, I was very, very annoyed with them and on the first game against Portugal. I think they disappointed me multiple ways, mainly because of their mentality. I remember the 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 substitute that caught the second goal. Why at the point they were losing 3-1 and the player came in, scored the second goal and celebrated so widely that as if he has won the point. So it was it was really shocking to me. In fact, he went ahead to actually do the Cristiano Ronaldo celebration mm, in front of yeah. <laughs> it was, it was You know, concord. I guess you, you, won't, you won't blame him. He scored in the World Cup, so it's an accomplishment. He was doing that. In fact, someone from the stand had to go meet him, telling him, oh, no, 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 run, run, go back, go back, go and try and see if you can actually get a point. Because they are losing 3-1. It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter whatever, no matter, it doesn't matter how many goals you score. If you don't win or draw, you don't get a point. And that was really, really bad from them. So at the end, um, again, I, the, in terms of mentality, again, because against Portugal, they, they found it so difficult. In fact, their first half was one of the poorest performances that I've seen. In fact, the only thing, the only thing good about that performance, they talk about performance that they did not concede. So, which is which means that they have defended really well. They, they did a good job with, with, their, with their defending. But they weren't able to put two passes together. I have always said that the best way to, to defend is to attack. Okay, when you are not able to attack and someone is actually on you, what you need to do to be able to defend is to, is to make sure that whenever you have the ball, you try as much as possible to scare your opponents. Now, scare means you play that long pass 
that will that you know that will make that will just just create that counter attack that will make the whole of the the opponent to run back to their post trying to make sure that you don't score now for the fact that you have put up a, a scare on them that hey even though we are pressing these guys in their field in their half they can still make a create a counter attack and score they will not be more cautious why pressing why applying the pressure and what, what the fact that they are more cautious while applying the pressure means that they cannot attack as they want to attack so the yeah. mentality but they have proven that even with the poor mentality they can still achieve results so sometimes you have to cut them some slack and say let's see what happens okay speaking on that um the score line goes by having uh salute still open the score line in the 24th minutes and also increasing it at the 34 minutes by um kudus but it's so uh um it happens to be unfortunate how can you lose you were leading two goals up and got that equalized also in the same uh, in the second half okay have the two goals all equalized i'll tell you the truth Having that um, goal at the 68 uh, minutes was just like I said, it came at the other message. So Daniel, um, how yes. do you think? How do you think that composure is whereby you can be um, winning two or uh, zero up and you lose them all up just in the space of uh, um, three or uh, three minutes? Is it up three minutes? Okay, let's. I guess. Minutes. I guess. I guess they got a little bit of a confidence. Uh, they, they probably felt the game was won, so uh, they started playing with. Um, that sense of arrogance and not putting in the the hard work not putting in that extra extra bit of um, of running winning the ball and uh, chasing down the ball and then they lost it kudos to them kudos was was available to save them but um it, it would have been a very very embarrassing defeat for 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 the black stars of Ghana but my my I, I would advise going forward <clears throat> The team should always, as you spoke about mentality, the mentality in the game is important. You're, you should stay on, your mind should be on the game till the final whistle is blown. And that's where they failed at that point in time. But luckily, they were able to to get away with it. Kudos to them. Okay, speaking about the mentality, this is something we talked about earlier and also lack of concentration. Whereby it is really, uh, at that level, you should actually tighten up you can't lose two goals up this is a tournament that getting a goal is like a miracle when you get one you don't get to lose it when you get one you don't get to lose it and uh let's just see where the place is on the table okay with the performance they just have let me see where they have the table they're having a good and wonderful uh, tournament um the table goes by having portugal leading the table with six points and also black stars of ghana uh, leading the second second on the table with three points and South Korea and Uruguay uh, are sharing one one point. Now, uh, in Kupab, to round this up, I know it, it seems a little bit, uh, uh, I see uh, a repeat of Suarez with Ghana. So what is um, <laughs> going to happen in the last match? Okay, do you see Ghana coming out of this with flying colors? Well, um, I think at this point, both the the Ghana the Ghana versus Uruguay that we saw in 2010, right? Yes. Uh, is, is is the both of them have progressed a bit. Not the same in terms of quality, but still, it's going to be a very very strong competition. Um, 
as much as I blame Ghana for the appointment quality, I think they gave a very good account of themselves against against um, South Korea, except except those five minutes of madness that they were able they considered two goals. I Black can't I just there's no way I can explain. So there's no way I can explain that. You don't you don't go two goals down in that short of a time. I lose it in four it, minutes. But not the World Cup. So that's that's that for now. And um, I'm expecting a very good clash. Today I saw I saw an Uruguay team that was so poor that yeah. couldn't do anything for themselves until they considered the goal. And that was when they started. In fact, they couldn't even play. I, I saw that game. When after 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 Portugal scored, the Uruguayans were able to come out. They as they got they had they, they had no choice than to come out and play. Really? So um, for them to be able to for them to be able to play, I don't know what happened to Nunes and Edison Cavani. They just could not string two passes together and create a chance. They, those two guys were are not compatible at all, and that's probably the coach did not was not able to find that out because none of them could actually keep the ball and drop the pass for the other. Yeah. Both of them are co-poachers, so they need the pass to come in and then they can score. But for them to actually manufacture a, an opportunity is just difficult for them. So by the time the referee, the coach withdrew both of them and put in Suarez and um, Gomez. So both, both the, I, I, I was able to start seeing some good interplays in that in the final third. Unfortunately, it, it did not result to a goal. Although one of the one of the shots hit the bar, but I started seeing that. But again, the reason they were able to actually put some pressure. On, on Portugal was because Portugal reduced their midfield. Yes. When Suarez and and this guy came in and Gomez came in, Portugal brought in Rafael Leal and removed uh, Ruben Neves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ruben Neves. So the moment they removed Ruben Neves, I I understand what the coach was trying to do. He knows that these guys are coming out, so he wants to hit them on the counter, and okay. he left he left the midfield open. By the time the midfield was open. Uh, Uruguay were having a few day. They were in fact, they were having fun. They having fun, fun. yeah. They could not make anything out of that. But then the referee, the, the uh, Fernando de Santos, uh, the Fernando de Santos uh, actually found that is he made a mistake. He made the wrong choice. That this is not working for him. So what did he do? He pulled out a number of yes, them, like, uh, yeah, Ronaldo and all of them. So, so the moment he put this on, and he brought in that beast, that beast in, <laughs> in, in what was it called? Pauline, Paul, no, for him, how waiting? He, the, the guy is the guy is the guy, from the guy from Fulham, right? Fantastic, yeah, yeah fantastic yeah. guy. Brought in the guy and they locked up the defense, and Uruguay had no answer whatsoever to what what Portugal brought in. So at the end, that 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 brought in the second goal because the chances and chances keep keep coming keep coming for Portugal and they had to commit themselves to the penalty. So that's that for now. What I'm trying to say is that the European guys were not able to give a good account or account of themselves. So they were able to represent yeah. the country and they are a proud country. They have and they have a good record of the World Cup. So I certainly I saw them to do much better. The, the you are going to should actually be doing better than what they are doing. To be very honest, because they, they have a really talent, a really talented squad of players. I just I, I took a look at the whole list of players, and they are all top players. And I was wondering, like, come on, why? Do, what, what's what's happening here? Why can't you guys just get a grip of yourself and play football? They are they are too talented. They're too talented. Should be the best midfielder, right? 
honestly, and I was very surprised. I look at Bentaco. Bentaco was supposedly like the only player that that took the boost by the home. The rest, the rest were just were just like I said, it was it was annoying. If I was a, 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 you are going, I'll, I'll I'll be pissed because they should be doing better than that. Honestly. What do you even have to say about Nunes? Nunes could not do anything. I didn't even see him. It was, it was lost. Right? It was not part of that game. I, it was as good as he did not play. It was. It was. It was what we call minus one, if not minus two. <laughs> was, so it's, it's one thing to have a player, right? another thing to know how to use him. And if you cannot find a way to use him, keep on giving chance. Play with the ones you can use. Okay, true, now true. let me let me hold up. Hold the studio off right now. We'll give it up to the um, Auto Ado Boys of Ghana for securing the third win, the third African win of the tournament by winning South Korea 2-3. to three. What a, a brilliant performance coming back in the game after having level at the 61 minutes by the Gun Chow of South Korea. So we're going to go for a commercial break and when we come back, we're going to uh, go up to the match uh, that we're waiting for between the Cameroon and Sabia. So in case you're joining us, this is Black Sport Community here talking about the uh, African sports community, giving you all what's happening right there in Qatar. You can follow us on all our social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at the handle at B-L-A-Q-S-P-O-R-T. We'll see you after the break. They say even trust is built. When it comes to building materials, Edifice Marked is the right brand to trust. We sell and supply standard building materials such as PVC ceilings, POP cements and accessories, roofing materials, nails, asbestos ceilings and many more. You can locate us at number 3 Abriba Alayi Road, Akara Junction, Ahaba Imeyi, Abia State, Nigeria. Contact us on 080-532-41913 or 080-376-90432. At the first mart, sustainable building solutions. Solutions. Alright, All right. welcome back. This is Black Sport. Don't forget to click on that subscription button to subscribe on our podcast and also go to our YouTube to subscribe at B-L-A-Q-S-P-O-R-T. Now going back to what we have uh, here on our table, we are talking about Cameroon, the indivisible lions of Cameroon, three and Sabia three. This is what I call the highlight of the tournament because it was really an interesting to see the black stars of Ghana level it up. Although many, like I am, think that this should be uh, a win, a three points match, but it turned out to be a total showdown. So, um, Inkofab, how do you also talk about the same thing that? Uh, talked in the previous match uh, uh, about Ghana, the concentration. You score the okay. first goal and you go on losing uh, and having a lead of up to 3-1 against you and you're coming back fighting now from behind. How? What would you say about losing that lead you had earlier at the 29th minute? Okay, before I go, in, before I go into that, if you can permit me, um, I like to talk about the 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 little bit of fracas. I, 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 we, we, we will come to that later. 
Okay, all right. Talk about it anyway because I'm about to round up about Akimiru. Let's go into that. Let's start with oh, that. right. All right. So, that, that little bit of fracas um, is something that is quite normal, although I maybe it was probably handled. No, it wasn't handled poorly. I think the end result was still okay because um, they were able to maintain the team. But the yeah. thing is that, the thing is that Cameroon is probably the poorest team in the uh, poorest African nation in this tournament. So, um, and when your team is so poor, the big, the big players, the big characters will always react. And I think Orana gave, gave his own reaction. Yes. And the end product is, the end product means that everybody has to go and it's always the player that has to go. The coach can only go at the end of the tournament, but once you are in the tournament, you have to actually abide by, by, by what the coach says. So at the end of the day, a decision has to be made. Is either you do what the coach says or you step aside. And at the end, the right thing was done because he stepped aside and the game carried on. But um, coming to whether he was right or wrong, I think the, the, for the tournament, the manager is always right because well, the responsibility. If, if you don't mind, I would like to ask: Don't you think Onana has a reputation for this sort of thing right now? Well, because this will also uh, happen has, with many of the as well. No, Ayas, Ayas was a different case. Ayas was medical uh, drug issue. Uh, what's it called? Medical test. He had a medical failed. He failed the medical test, so he was suspended for a long time. Okay. I don't think okay. he has had a no, problem no. with the yeah, manager. No, you can't. You, it's not about it. I, mm, I don't think. In this situation whereby the attention is high, just like we mm. know in the case of Cristiano, some point, at some point, one person has to leave the stage for everything to be calm. Okay? Mm. Because mm. one person, who is great, obviously, is not going to be the manager, like you said. So, so, you don't so I, I don't... I don't I mean, I, the rumor out there is that he, he he favors short short passes. He favors to play with the, the short short passes and try to be good from the back. But okay. the manager okay. wants it shoot, well, the manager wants it long. He wants it the traditional way. I mean we are okay. talking about the well, who used to be the old old school guy. He wants you to hit the ball in and get it into the into the other half. So it was just a different difference of opinion that they were never able okay. to manage. But I think Onana should have actually accepted that you are the boss. You want it this way, let's do it this way. But at the same time, just like a soldier, if, if your president sends you to a war in a country that you don't want to, or you feel that this war is not right, then you have the right, you have the option to actually withdraw and say again. So that's probably what happened. That I think is fair on everybody. But then coming into the coming into the game, it was obvious that the second keeper. There was a reason why he's the second keeper. <laughs> oh, <you bet. laughs> I like that. Comment. I like that. Especially, especially on the Milinkovic Savage school. It was I mean, I like, mean, was supposed uh-huh. to save that ball. It was, uh-huh. it was right uh-huh. in front of him. Yeah? What was he doing there? He should was, like, <laughs> position, position wrong. And if the ball was even close to him, like you could say it's savable. It was a savable shot. It was, it was very powerful. Man. So um, at the end, at the end, the game happened, and again we are talking about a Serbia team that is not great. <laughs> they are not great at all. So they should have done better. Exactly. And then they scored, they scored the goal, and they, they scored the goal and failed to control the game. And again, I'm repeating, I'm repeating, I'm repeating, repeating it for the obtained time. What our African players are doing in the front because we have great players in the front. Look at look at Cameroon. I you can complain about their back, you can complain about their midfield, but they have to promoting yes. in the in the center. There, this guy has been scoring goals for fun in Bayern Munich. They have Mbemo 
Bremo might not be so popular, but I know the guy very well. He's, he's from Brentford and he yes. plays very well for Brentford. So, it can be, has played for um, Villarreal and he's played for a number of clubs. So, he should be able to do. Oh, I think Angusa is there. Where is Angusa? Angusa, yeah, Angusa is also there. So, man, so, so, do something now. Do something with these players. So, and they, at the end of the day, they were they scored the first goal, maintained the play. They could not maintain the play. Probably they have they don't have the best of uh, the midfield, but still they were able they were able to control the guys and they scored again in quick succession. For goodness sake, you only score in quick succession when you lose concentration. In quick succession, unless you lose concentration, Mourinho once told, once said that if you concede in the first minute, that means you are not prepared for the game. No, you concede in the first minute. So. Mm. That is just pure lack of concentration. Well, we can celebrate the comeback because, again, um, Vicente Abubakar, who we know is a great player, maybe the age is the problem, but we always know that this guy has done great things for the Cameroonian national team. So he came in and within within minutes, minutes. yeah, yeah, within minutes, he did he did some magic. He did some magic, and you you'll be wondering why is he not started? But again, you look at the fronts that are starting, and it makes sense that they start. It makes sense that they start, but if you can't get these players to play to combine as a unit and play, then at the end the effort the effort is, is is just lost. And I have some form of sympathy for the for the Faker Food president Samuel Leto because he did a lot, fought really hard. You could see his passion. You could see his effort trying to yes. get the best out of this guy. So I only hope or pray that he doesn't lose. You know the hunger to actually do things for these guys because i i think he wants it so fast and good big big improvements like this to come in stages they don't come so fast so i really hope that he remains steadfast he keeps working keeps improving the team and gradually gradually they probably they might get better okay so um we are talking about the team of uh Rogo Benson, the almighty Rogo Benson. Okay, um, Daniel, having a team who's lose their own lead, just what I would like to say, in extra time, in stoppage time of the first half, you concede two good goals. And you might even think that coming into the second half, they're coming into with a, 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 a bigger momentum. They're still coming into the second half to even what? Get more uh, 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 for the opposite side to get more in, in the game. So yeah. now this brings me to one one question. I just wanted to uh, to answer in here now. Do you think that Rugby Song is doing a really good job in psyching these players to be not to lose concentration? Because if you flood their last match, we still talking about the same thing. They lost a whole lot of concentration in that game. Also, it's still coming in here to buy them at, uh, uh, at the end of the, the the lead, at the end of the game, having just a stalemate to account for. Do you think that Rugobenson needs to do more? Especially, we've now talked about having the fracas already he has with uh, Onana, uh, Onana, and now with their team losing concentration in two consecutive match uh, at a row. Do you think that he needs to do more for the team? Well, as a coach, you can do only so much, and uh, <clears throat> I believe that that message will definitely be sent across. It's just that it may just be a little bit too late at the moment because their next game is going to be against Brazil, and we all know how that is going to turn out. But uh, definitely, they know they know deep in, the, in their hearts that they lost concentration at the crucial points in that game. 
the end of the half is the worst time to concede and they consider twice that's the worst time to consider because that's clearly twice. stating that they, they 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 lost all form of concentration they, they just wanted to go into the the dressing room and prepare for the second half without without managing the game and and that going with their lead that was, that was utterly bad. and totally bad and uh, it has cost them the tournament to be very honest because if they are taking that lead into the second half we strategize and come out stronger or even try to even maintain their lead manage the game and just end the game that way it would have given them a fighting chance against uh, brazil and their in the last game of, uh, of 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 the groups but at this point in time i guess uh, it's, it's obvious all hope is lost for cameroon because i don't see them beating brazil I even have a gross with them. I have a real issue with them. Okay. And this issue is this. The issue is this. They lost the first game, right? So yeah. they have zero yeah. points. So if they draw this game, they are going to get one point. And their next game is against Brazil. They all know this, as I know it. But again, <laughs> they are playing, they are playing, and we are losing 3-1, right? And then yeah. they scored the first goal, fantastic. Then they were able to do the, they scored the second goal, and the same problem again. They started celebrating widely, like again. you have gotten one, and you are celebrating widely. Okay, I'm celebrating widely. You have you have another 15 minutes. They have another 15 minutes. <laughs> try as a, try to, but you could see they were so relaxed. They were playing for the one point. They were playing for the throw as if they are go, they are sure that they are going to win. Is against Brazil. <laughs> so how can you? You, which, you know, look at see Argentina the other day. Argentina were able to get this point, win this game, and they were celebrating because they know that they have a fighting chance in the next game. Guys, mm. you don't you don't have a fighting chance against Brazil unless you're not honest to yourself. Brazil is the best tournament, <laughs> and you are you have 15 minutes to actually fight and get a point and get and get three points and keep yourself in the tournament. But you relaxed as if one point is fantastic for you so sometimes it seems you they, these guys come here just for the moral victory i at the end of the day they did their best they tried hey did you know they were three one three one down and they're able to fight back with three three that's fantastic mm-hmm. that, and that is not that doesn't give you trophy that doesn't give you anything okay that gives us a wrap concerning our post-match analysis that we have between the belgium and Morocco, South Korea, Ghana, and Cameroon and Zambia. It all happens to be that the African nation came out with two victories in these um, three matches with having Cameroon having a handshake on stalemate. Um, I want to say thank you so much, Ikofa, for having you here. Honestly, you've been a wonderful spice to our platform, I must say. Well, thank you so much. And um, Daniel, I really appreciate your input. It's really nice having you back after a whole long spell, I must say. Thank you very <laughs> much. Thank you. Okay, so... It's been out for a while. So don't forget that this is Black Sport. We are here in the African sports community giving you what's happening around in Africa. Be it hockey, be it football, basketball, but here today, tonight, and throughout the, the days to the 18th of December, we're going to be talking about Qatar 2022. And like we normally say, don't forget to subscribe on our channel on BLAQSPRT and follow us on all our social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. And 
you know it you be in Asia you are in Europe you are in Africa in Africa you are in, in anywhere around the world black spot will find you we'll see you in the next episode have a wonderful day all right bye good night guys good night yeah, bye guys They say even trust is built. When it comes to building materials, Edifice Mart is the right brand to trust. We sell and supply standard building materials such as PVC ceilings, POP cements and accessories, roofing materials, nails, asbestos ceilings and many more. You can locate us at number 3 Abriba Alayi Road, Akara Junction, Ahaba Imeyi, Abia State, Nigeria. Contact us on 08053241913 or 08037690432. At the first mart, sustainable building solutions. Solutions.